Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Athletic. Let's talk about six, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about six. So the Red Agenda is dedicated to Liverpool women today. Perfectly timed because the championship table has the Reds at the summit, which is brilliant to see. Promotion to the WSL, of course, is the ultimate goal this season under Matt Beard. And you probably wouldn't bet against it. Steve Hoversall. It's great to have Liverpool midfielder Rachel Furness on the pod this week uh, to find out why they're such a well-oiled machine. And Kiva O'Neill, of course, who's been covering the team uh, for The Athletic. Rachel, great to have you on. You just said before we started, a bit tired after yesterday, but let's face it, unbeaten in 10. And, uh, and life's pretty good, isn't it, for the side at the moment? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yesterday was was an amazing feeling. I know we've been up to Durham um, a few times over the last couple of years and we've never, I say, showed up coming up against Durham. So to come away with three points and a, a clean sheet and two goals yesterday, I think there's a fantastic buzz around the camp and it made for um, what could have been a very long journey. It was It was a very good journey on the way back yesterday. Probably nothing worse than a, than a long journey if it doesn't go the right way. Look, Kiva, you, you know you cover Liverpool women for the Athletic. I love talking to you about it because you're so passionate about it. And when when we knew Rachel was coming on, you were absolutely buzzing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, watching Rachel Fairness play football is a joy. Um, if you haven't done that already, you are a brilliant footballer, and there's a good vibe at the minute. Me and Rachel will be able to tell you more. But I was at a game recently. And you could just feel something clicked on the pitch, something like this team sort of, I mean, last season it was difficult, it sort of went away quite early on. I think January, obviously, Vicky Jepson left the club and then, you know, it was about a transition then into a new manager. Matt Beard's come in again and it took a little bit of time. Obviously, he's, he's lost that first game, but momentum is now fully with you. I think I'm interested yesterday, the goals came quite late, didn't they? Like... There's a belief there that they will come. That I don't think he's had probably last season, but you've got that now. What do you put that down to? Yeah, there is. There's so much belief in you know not not just the starting eleven in the whole squad. I think if you look at the squad depth we have this season, you know I got a nod yesterday. Um, I didn't play the previous game, so I just think that shows the the squad depth we what we have and the you know the trust that Matt puts in. Every single one of us, it keeps us hungry to, if we do get a chance to take it. And yeah, yesterday, I think we dominated first half um, for anyone that was watching. And any team that comes up against Durham, it's it's a real battle. They they have such a good team. They, they don't just battle, they play some very good football. So for us to pin them back for as long as we did and, you know, dominate the first 45, um, we knew that they would potentially have a spell. So... 
I think that was the first 10, 15 minutes of the second half. Durham did come at us a bit and we just had to settle. And I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but I always knew we were going to score yesterday. I always had the belief that we were going to come away with the three points. I just think what Matt has kind of put into this whole group, it's hard to just say in a few words, but what Matt has kind of give this whole group this season the belief is there massively and you know we aren't just relying on one person to get our goals you look at kind of the fullback setting up the fullback yesterday we can get goals from anywhere um, in this team and for me three points I just knew we were going to fight for for it yesterday and um, come away with it. You mentioned there about um, you know not playing the last game and really wanting to play in the next game. What is that actually like as a football? Like I'm massively intrigued. Like you're you want to play every minute. Like do you, is it going to knock on the manager's door or are you all week just like I should be playing or do you just after showing and training like probably every player has a different approach to when they're not playing. But like what do you usually do? I mean, firstly, I think it's you know through experience it's keeping myself professional throughout the week and um, doing everything I can you know on and off the pitch to show that I'm ready and then come the training pitch I guess training like I've never trained before um, and for me that's that's not physically going to knock on the door but that's knocking on the door if you're really training well and you know if you get the last 10-20 minutes of a game it's this is why you should be playing playing you know, it's it's everyone in the squad at the minute. The intensity of training is like a game. And we actually had a moment, I think it was Wednesday in training this week, to where training got a bit heated. And I love that. I personally love that. And I said to the girls, this is what we're going to experience on Sunday. So I actually think, you know, it was great that we had that moment on Wednesday because that set us up so well going into the game against Durham knowing what we were going to be up against, how to conduct ourselves and then how to then rise above it with, with the quality that we've got in the squad. So, yeah, training at the minute is fantastic. It's so competitive and everybody's knocking on the door and everybody's giving them a headache. Can you elaborate on that? Training got a bit heated. Straight away, me and Kiva went, what? Come on. Yeah, but tell us. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, not that tackles were, were flying in, but... Just the competitiveness, I think, you know, it's it come off someone's heel and I'm shouting for a throw in and it got given to the other team and I'm, you know, there's no referee as such. It's Matt and Amber and, and Matt and the coaching staff, but I'm shouting at them and saying, give us the decision, you know, as if it was a, a proper referee and a few of the girls are just having choice words with each other, but good choice words, you know, as soon as we leave the football pitch, it's like, yeah, we needed that girls and we're together because kind of what happens on, on the pitch stays on the training pitch. We're all like that together on and off it. You know, I think if you if you see yesterday's game, I think every, you know, punch save that Lawsy's made, I think once I've actually went over, smacked her on the back and I think I've hurt her. I've hit her that hard, but I was kind of just so for it. I'm like, yes, like, you know, cheering it as if it was... She just won the World Cup for us and I think that kind of, we're cheering every tackle now. We're not, we're not just cheering the goals, we're cheering, you know, I've got in the mix for, for Neve yesterday. She said, she said after the game, 
Fernie, thanks for having me back. And I said, mate, always, you know, I just got in the middle to to defuse the situation, shall we say, but I wasn't letting, you know, my teammate get some aggro, so I'd step in and take that for her. And, yeah, I just think from the goalkeeper to everyone that's starting, everyone's on the bench, we've, we've all got each other's back. And, yeah, training was great this week and I hope it continues like that because it just brings us more together. They say about successful sports teams that you should train at the same level as you, you play on match day and you sort of alluded to a little bit there but does it come from certain individuals people like yourself who've been at the club a long time is it is it the manager's influence what's the makeup of creating that mood at the moment? I think it's got to be a good mixture you know a few of the experienced players we can go in and demand standards but you know say if I'm playing and one of the other girls aren't it, there's there's just a fine line I guess so you know Matt could step in and be like look girls there's no time for complacency yes you've got your shirt now but it doesn't mean you're going to have it next week so I think there's a mixture of a, a few of the experienced players to look girls standards standards on and off the pitch you train and you have high standards you hold yourself to a high account but when you go home, that doesn't necessarily switch off. As professional footballers, you have to... What you do off the pitch is just as important as what you do on it and how you conduct yourself. So, yes, Matt, if he needs to to step in, he will. It's very much equal. We've got a great relationship with the staff. So if us as players need to drive that, we will. But Matt sees everything. So if Matt needs to step in and say something, he will. And... It's kind of, it's working so far. Hmm. Kiva, you're you're watching the side all the time. At the moment, are there standout players there that that you think are the the driving force of this Liverpool women's machine? Well, like you you say there, you know, Fanny, you haven't been playing all season, but when you do, she stands out straight away. Obviously, I'm intrigued to know your thoughts on Missy Bouquet, obviously, fellow midfielder, the scouser in the team. She looks like she's had a breakthrough season sort of last season now. She looks like she's getting better every week. Do you see that in training as well? And she seems to be growing a bit. I know she's been away with the youth international with England and stuff like that. Do you feel like you, you're seeing her develop more and more as the season goes on? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Bo, she's still so young and you almost forget that with because she has got a maturity to her when she plays. She is getting better week in, week out, and it's it's for me to keep pushing her to be better, you know, because we've got such a good squad. It's not, you know, oh, we've got the nod, we are playing now, let's just settle. It's, right, we've got the nod, we're playing, how do we fight to to stay there? So, yeah, I'll keep pushing Bo. She's she's having a fantastic season. She's, she's grown with confidence. She's putting more demands on herself which is good to see and she is starting to I wouldn't say starting to but she is now looking at how she can be better off the pitch as well Um, and that's fantastic to see from the younger girls coming through and if anyone you know any of the younger younger girls was to look up to Bo she's she's a great example of you know she's she's got her head down she's worked hard and now she's reaping the benefits and she's she's getting a lot more starts, which, you know, the kid deserves because she's been doing very well. 
Obviously, you're in midfield, so do you feel like, and you're vice-captain as well, so you'd give advice to anyone, but do you feel like you sort of can put your arm around the midfielders a little bit more and give them some knowledge and experience from from your own playing career more easily than you would, I say, a striker? Or I mean, you've scored quite a few goals in your time, so... Yeah, I, yeah, I try my best. It, it doesn't, you know... I guess just trying to be a leader and using my experience, I would speak to any position, but... Yeah, especially the midfield. You know, when we are doing patterns in training, um, I will give the information that I've just been given to myself to, if it's Bo, Kerry, Carla, Jade, and try and make them better. And it's difficult when you're, you're being competitive and you're fighting for the shirts, but you've got, to, you've got to lift your team, you've got to be together and... You know, at the end of the day, you train and you're trying to get the nod. But for me, it's okay if I'm not playing. How can I still help improve and do my best for the team, and then hopefully get the nod? So yeah, we we are a very together unit. And like yesterday, all the Carla, Jade, Bo, Fernie, great game. And you know, there's no bitterness there. It's the happy, they're genuinely happy for us. They want the shirt, of course they do. But that just, I guess, pushes them on to to work harder, as it did me the previous week. So it's a competitive environment, but we have been in this environment for a long, well, for myself a long time, and we will continue to push each other, whether it be, you know, I'm one of the experienced ones to, to bore one of the young ones. We will push each other, but we'll be together um, doing that, and that's how we're going to be successful this season, because the midfield has changed. Um, quite a bit so you know it's a long season and we are going to need every single one of us so I think staying together is is going to be what's going to get us through this season. Yeah and there was obviously plenty of signings in the summer wasn't there when obviously a new manager comes and they like to get players they're familiar with freshen things up a bit obviously that probably caused a little bit of just disruption maybe and then you know as the weeks went on you sort of have become this machine now that feels like it's driving towards promotion fingers crossed um you probably don't want to say that yet you're just keeping your head down um but someone like Leanne Kernan for example she's come in I think struggled at the start to sort of maybe get on the score sheet a bit and now I mean she's scoring in every game isn't she she's you know, I think they were singing she scored so many in a row, the fans, wasn't they? And, you know, she can't stop scoring. I feel like she's a good example of how things have turned and in a good way for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at the start of the season, I think as a striker, you've been brought in to score goals. So when it didn't happen straight away, you know, I seen Lee maybe beating herself up a bit and I just said, keep getting in them positions because when it comes... You know, it, it, it's not raining, it's pouring, like she can't stop scoring now, like you said. But I think at the start of the season, um, you know, not using kind of COVID and that as an excuse, we did have a bit of a disruptive pre-season and Matt did say, look, it's not going to happen game one. It will come together. We're a couple of weeks behind where we want to be. And I think if you look from the first game to now, we've come, we've come a long way and... We always believed in what, what kind of Beadie said with that. We were frustrated the first game. You know, we want to win every game. Um, but, you know, we have to trust the process with that and trust what Matt's saying. And we are coming together as a, as a squad now. And, 
you know, we are utilising the whole squad and we've got, you know, Leanne's on fire at the minute, which is great. We've, you know, had changes in midfield and we're all ready as a squad. So, yes, it is It is good that it's come together and, you know, it's not, we've done nothing yet. I'll go into training this afternoon and we focus on a really tough midweek fixture in the Conti Cup and we'll continue to work hard as a whole squad and try and be better than the next game. So how can we improve from Durham going into Wednesday? Listeners, we've got a very small favour to ask. We want to make sure we're making the very best football podcasts out there, so we need to know what you like and what we can do better. We've prepared a survey over at theathleticsurvey.smsinc.co.uk and if you complete it, you'll be entered into a prize draw to win one of three £100 Amazon shopping vouchers. Now, we're only after the feedback from UK listeners at this stage and you can only win those Amazon shopping vouchers if you live in England, Scotland, Wales or Northern Ireland. So if that applies to you, then please head on over to theathleticsurvey.smsinc.co.uk. That's theathleticsurvey.smsinc.co.uk. Thanks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. There's obviously huge pressure on you guys. Do you feel there's almost an extra expectation, you know, playing for Liverpool, playing with the live bird on the chest? You know, give people listening an, an idea of the responsibility that, that comes with that. It's massive. I think, you know, anyone that supports Liverpool, anyone that's ever been lucky enough to wear the badge, it does come with a massive, you know, weight, expectation and last season maybe we didn't know how massive that was. We we fell we fell a bit short. Um but this season we've had that experience. We we've come together more as a squad. We are leaning on each other. Um if there's anyone that needs picked up throughout the season, we lean on each other and we get through get through tough times as a squad. Um there's no individuals in this team. We are we're fully together as a squad and it's massive pride walking out wearing the Liverpool shirt. You know, I'm very fortunate to do so and I'll con I'll continue to be proud um every time I pull on the shirt and that echoes throughout the whole squad. We know how much it means to all the fans watching us and the, the fact that a group of fans travelled up to Durham yesterday, you know, speaks volumes of kind of the buzz around the whole club at the minute that I mean, thankfully to our sponsor, they put on a bus yesterday, but just the support we have this season, I play football for the fans, so the support that we have is fantastic and 
we do know what it means to play for this club and every time we go out we want to make the club proud and I hope that we're doing that so far this season and we can continue to do so. And, and just having them in Prenton Park, I mean obviously you referred to last season, but just having them there this time round, it's huge isn't it? And you, and you can see the numbers rising, the interest growing and it just must be that, that extra person for you when you're on the pitch. No it is and you know there's the raw as a player, being on that pitch and you hear your home crowd roar, it's a feeling that, you know, it's hard to describe. Even the Durham game yesterday, you know, I had, I had you know, all my family there. I'm originally from the North East. And then all the fans that, that travelled, I heard my name, I heard songs. Obviously, I'm, I'm in the game, I'm in the, you know, I'm focusing. But you could hear the fans throughout the whole game, before the game singing, you'll never walk alone gives you goosebumps and that's an away game and so when it's at home you know I choke up a bit when the fans are fans are singing but that's just because it means so much to to me and you want to do the fans proud that have paid the money to come out and watch you on a cold wet Sunday afternoon you want to repay them and you want to send them home smiling and thankfully we did that yesterday because Durham is a long way away but um yeah the the home crowd is fantastic and I hope they come out in the numbers again on, on Wednesday night. I'm always telling people, like, go and watch women's football, get involved in it. And do you say that a lot as a player to people or are you, like, you know, flying the flag for women's football in that way? We've just had, obviously, women's football weekend and I feel like sometimes I'm like, people don't realise how good women's football is. Like, especially, I think I spent the lockdown pretty much. I couldn't get to Liverpool games the games I mainly went to were Academy and the Liverpool women games and I enjoyed that season even though it didn't go quite as you know we would have hoped and you would have planned. Um, I just completely fell in love with it in a different way because obviously you know there wasn't fans there. It was just you could hear you shouting on the pitch. It was you know it was a different kind of football I guess than it is now with the fans back obviously. And I just feel like sometimes people need to, especially with the Euros, you know, you're going to be playing for Northern Ireland in the Euros next summer. I feel like we need to get more people watching women's football. Obviously, that's gone up massively and is growing. But, like, what would your message be to people who are maybe listening to this thinking, you know, I, I don't really want to bother and go, go and watch the women's team play? Like, what, what would you say to them? I actually, you know, a friend of mine... Um a male friend um, that obviously I've knew for six months. Um, when I first met him, I said, oh, I play women's football. And, you know, at, at first he was like, oh, women's football. And I said, look, straight off, don't compare to men's football. That's what you've got to look at straight away. There's no comparison. Like, yes, we play football. It's the same game, but it's a completely different game. I said, just come, just come down and watch one of our games. And he come down and he's now a season ticket holder for us. We'll go over the game every Monday morning. He comes on my dog walk with us and we go over it. And we have a different connection, say, to our fans, to people that, that come watch. Obviously, the men's game is on a massive scale and we are grown. But if you compare us, we're not going to grow. Um, for me, it's come down, watch us, see the passion see this, the style of football we play, the tactics, it's it's all there. It's just, you know, I guess a different version. I live and breathe um, to play football. It's more of a 
family environment. We have more connection with the fans and every new fan that I've spoken to that has come to watch a game, I know will be back. So I guess don't judge until you see it, maybe. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think as well, what I love, obviously the signing sessions at the end of the game, which people probably don't know about unless you're at the match, but you know the players will go over and get pictures with the fans and sign things. Obviously, I think the first few weeks of the season that wasn't allowed, but it's back up and running now. You you don't get that on the men's side of things. The access to women's footballers, you know, is incredible. And I think if you're wanting to, you know, go and, go and watch football, get yourself down to Prent Park and just experience it. Obviously, it would have been great this weekend if you would have been playing at home because I think, you you know, a lot more people would have got involved but you were away but I do feel as the season goes on more and more people are going to be wanting to come and watch us because you are like you say tactically playing some incredible football a couple of weeks ago who was it um one of the teams coming they were pressing you like crazy and watching you like adapt to that and like you know realize it was happening and you know break out of it and counter attack and it is so enjoyable to watch and you feel like sometimes people just don't give it a chance when they really just should. Like you say, you mate, just come down and watch and that's it. Because I think if you support Liverpool, you should support Liverpool. Yeah, I think if you if you enjoy football, you know, anyone in and around the area, if you enjoy football, come watch it. You know, when I'm not playing... You know, my friend actually plays. He plays lower league and we play Sunderland on Saturday night and he's got a game on Sunday and I'll go and watch it because it's football. You know, I love watching any level, every level, whether it's Premier League, Championship. You know, he plays at a, a, a you know, it's Sunday league, but I'll go and watch it because I love watching football. So I think if you're a football fan, especially if you're, if you're a Liverpool fan more so, but a football fan, why wouldn't you... Why wouldn't you want to go and watch a game of football? Why wouldn't you want to go and watch 11 individuals, men or women, go and give everything for their team in a 90-minute game if you love football? There's so much work being done to promote it and to take the game to the next level. There's no bigger showcase than the Euros in England, is there? You're probably already thinking, wow, that you know that's as good as it comes, isn't it? Yeah, it, do you know what? It's massive. And I went to the live draw um, a couple of weeks ago and I actually had to pinch myself that I was there. Got a bit dressed up and I was like, I've never experienced anything like that in my whole entire life. And I think that just shows, again, how much women's football has, has moved on. The the buzz and the, the atmosphere around that draw. And it's going to be a memorable summer for Northern Ireland, um, for women's football. I mean, England hosting it it's going to, it's going to be special everything that they have put in place and i mean the stadiums the 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 buzz around it is massive and i think someone said if you can't see it, you can't be it i think the social media is massive for for women's football and that's how we connect a lot with fans so on social media if people are seeing you know things being advertised. The the Euros, um, Liverpool playing on Wednesday. If people are seeing it, they're gonna take more of an interest. You know the WSL is on Sky Sports at the minute, and I think the audiences are hit, hitting the roof. And of course they're going to because people are now seeing it, so they're going to watch it. 
football fans are going to watch game of football on Sky Sports. Of course they are. So yeah, next summer it's going to be amazing and it's going to be broadcasted everywhere and I hope it puts Northern Ireland on the map and I hope I can put Liverpool more on the map if that's possible. But um, just do my club proud as well as my, as my country. I was just going to say the day after that draw, has there been a bit of banter in the dressing room? You guys, you're the underdogs, are you, in the tournament? Oh, massively. Yeah. Massively. You know, all the girls are, you know, very... They're over the moon that, you know, we're actually going as a nation and that we are underdogs. And it was kind of, oh, you've got England again. <laughs> but, you know, I think any draw that we, we got was going to be very difficult. And why not play the home nation in a packed crowd for that experience? You know, why not? You know, we, we are there to compete and make a good account of ourselves. And even playing at Wembley, it was nil-nil after 65 minutes. So, yeah, Kenny will set us up. Our girls are going full-time from January into the Euros. And why not Why not compete? Why not um, hopefully cause an upset? Yeah, because that's the thing. Not every Northern Irish player is a full-time like footballer, are they? I mean, there'll be maybe potentially other nations. I'm not too sure. I'd have to look into it. But you know, you might be the only ones where, you know, obviously you said there you're gonna. Are the girls gonna start training full time going into it? Yeah, I think off the top of my head, I think we might be the only nation that the majority of the players aren't full time. Um, I know we played Austria a few weeks ago and. 99, I think 100% of their players play in the Bundesliga. They just played Champions League midweek. So it's fantastic that our girls are going to be given the opportunity to, you know, we said when we're qualified, just give us a, a chance to compete for these Euros. And the IFA and the government, fair play that they are getting our girls in from January, leading into the Euros to to experience the full-time environment and and really give us a chance um, come July. So I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I was thinking before, when you mentioned about the WSL being obviously on Sky and BBC, is that something that's given you more of a drive this season, the team, do you think? Because you want to be on the telly, don't you? Yeah, we want to play at the highest level possible. We are all really competitive footballers and I don't want to play like in the Championship forever. I want to play at the highest level and I've played at the highest level. I've tasted what the WSL is all about and I want to be back. And I think all of our girls want to be back. We want to test ourselves against the best players in the world. And, you know, the championship is so competitive now, so it's got harder and harder to get promotion. But we are doing everything we can this season and, you know, fingers crossed, but... We want to play at the highest level. We want to be back in the WSL and we want to test ourselves and play against the best players in the world. And we want to be up there because we are Liverpool. We want to, we're one of the biggest clubs in the world. So we want to be mixing it with, with them big clubs. Is that your dog in the background, Rachel? No. Fine. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yours. My, my dog's asleep. He's just been on a walk, so he knows when to be ah. quiet. Is that your stress relief, is it? Taking yes. the dog out, yeah. Is that your is that your time away from football then? Yeah, I yeah, bless my dog. He's he's a lifesaver. Um I live by myself, so he's kind of my company. I got in last night speaking about the game. To him. <laughs> Talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great listener. 
Great, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think on days off, you know, I've got to look after my body and going for a walk and having that headspace, I think, is very important to then go into the next day refreshed and, you know, hopefully recovered. I think I was just going to say, if you don't already follow Rachel on Instagram, you need to just to see the dog content there. Because when you're away for games, your dog goes with like a a dog minder. And I mean, he was swimming in the Mersey and everything yesterday, wasn't he? Or whatever it was. Yeah, honestly, I don't think he wants to come back. He (laughs) He has a great time with his friends on weekends when we're away. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very lucky that he gets well looked after when I am away, and yeah, he has a great time. And you know, I think he's still he's sleeping, he's recovering from his heavy weekend. <laughs> Love it, Rachel. You've been absolutely brilliant. Great to have you on. Great insight as well into the women's get. Fingers crossed as well. And you probably don't say the word promotion, do you? Kiva said that before. It's literally just game after game. Yeah. Yes. Head down. Work hard. Kind of going to the next week and. How can we improve and be better? And yeah, the results hopefully will speak for itself then. Good luck. Brilliant to have you on the Red Agenda. Thank you very much indeed. Brilliant uh, from Kiva and Rachel Furness. And, and get down to a Liverpool women game and support them to the end of this season. And hopefully, there's a massive crescendo to the whole of it. Uh, thanks for listening along to the Red Agenda. We'll have another one for you just ahead of the Arsenal game.